0: what's up my favorite sluts happy sunday and welcome back to the brunch with desby podcast thank you for being here and thank you for being the baddest bitches in the fucking world i love it as you guys know um rate review subscribe you know you know the drill guys i say the same thing every time but if you're new here i feel like i just always have to say it over so rate review and subscribe this helps me and supports the podcast and honestly, I need to get more ads so that I can pay for the production of this bitch. Let's be honest. If you guys don't know or you missed out, I did launch my Patreon literally just yesterday. I'm pumped about this. This is a place for me to give you my live workouts, have fun, be able to come at you with some exclusive content. Think of it like an OnlyFans, but just me. Maybe not nudes. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe nudes, maybe maybe nude photos, maybe maybe not. I'm gonna let you guys find out for yourself. So I'm really excited for that. The link is in the show notes. I will be having three different tiers, one workout per month, two workouts per month or four workouts per month, plus some additional added stuff. So if you're interested in joining my Patreon account and getting in on one-on-one action with myself in my small community, then there is a place for you to be outside of that. It is just another normal, amazing day in my life talking shit with a dear friend. Well, a new dear friend. I'm really excited. Louis Levante is here with me today. We're gonna get into conversation here in a second, but I'm really excited because he is just celebrated his birthday, actually. So he's 24 now. He became a very popular TikToker this past year. I've been following him for a few months now um and i'm just i'm really excited to talk to him hear from him and share him with you guys he's one of those people where like i know as a creator myself if i can help other creators i want to do it and he's someone that like he deserves people to watch his stuff and laugh with him and make you laugh and everything in between so he is very deserving of all of the fucking clout okay by the way if you hear anything in the background um I decided to record my intro real quick and the people that are remodeling my bathroom, which I'll put a picture on my story, are making the loudest no- noise and I thought that they were done. So, fuck. Who cares though? So, um, let's get into the episode. I'm really pumped. Um, honestly, just excited to be here. Excited to be alive. Excited to give you guys the dish out on the bachelor we got some talk about tiktok we talk a little bit of shit we talk about some conspiracies is chloe kardashian really oj's daughter is avril lavigne even alive so much fun to come um so take a seat sit back light a joint put on a candle next to you smell your essential oils take your beach body workouts and throw them in the trash Just kidding. (laughs) And let's dive in. Hello. Hello.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. How are you? Good, right? Yes, you sound great
1: amazing you
0: sound Um, you sound like a new 24 year old dog dad
1: oh my god it has (laughs) been I feel like I've been hit by a truck and then like hit by another one right after it it was a long weekend
0: (laughs) oh well I I'm super excited that you were able to jump on after your weekend what a you're a saint for that
1: of course I mean you know I could take like a day or two to recover and it helped um but sometimes I just feel like I'm in that like week-long hangover stage (laughs) for like a month
0: <laughs> well I saw that you did bottomless mimosas in a tower mimosa
1: <laughs> oh lord so we originally I was like oh so it's just like bottomless or whatever and they're like no no we bring out the tower and you can re like refill the tower and I was like that is a big ass tower like what um the fuck? and <laughs> like there was four of us for the first tower so I was like there is no way me and these three like my three small friends are gonna finish this we didn't I mean we finished it but we didn't refill it uh, but it was a lot of fun. I Aww. don't enjoy mimosas like that, but I did this weekend.
0: That's so fun. I am so I'm happy that you're able to celebrate in the current panoramic.
1: <laughs> oh my god! In the uh, the Panda Express,
0: <laughs> literally in the panorama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I'm so excited to have you on. I obviously to my listeners, um, this is Louis Lavantee, Am I correct?
1: Yes, perfect. Levanti.
0: And um, he's on here. He is a just taking off on TikTok, which I kind of explained in the intro. But we chatted a little bit the other day, and I already wanted to dive in so much of like, what? wait, tell me more about that. What do you mean this? What do you mean about that? So I'm excited to kind of have the opportunity to just hear from you, especially as a, like, and then actually hear like the back end story of where you really began. Um, So thanks so much for taking time to hop on and hang out.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I'm so glad like we found each other. Let's fucking rage.
0: I know let's fucking, let's talk some fucking shit first <laughs> off okay and I love st- I love a good shit talking to start a podcast can we number 1 roast Claire and Dale oh my and I'm literally I'm clapping while I'm doing this by the way clapping Claire and Dale and then also the bachelor from this past week you decide where you want to start I'd love to hear your first thoughts
1: I think we need <laughs> Claire and Dale are um Fallen fallen <laughs> heroes. Um I think we knew like what was gonna happen with them, but like am I shocked? No. Am I upset for her in a, a little bit of the sense? Yes.
0: Like I just wonder though, because she's older, you know, yes. and she came she came on that show as a veteran. Of dating. You know what I mean? You've been through the hoops, you've jumped the hoops. So why, like, why the fuck would you think that this is your time to settle down with that older, like wisdom?
1: Exactly. And I also was like, I, cause I wasn't a huge bachelor bachelorette person until, you know, TikTok and I started doing it. So Mm -hmm. when people were talking about her, I'm like, okay, like even me coming in, like knowing other shows that have veterans come back on, like they know how to navigate it a little better. And I feel like she went in reverse. Like she went fast. She just wanted to get it over with. Like she didn't like do the time that she probably wanted because she was just so desperate to find love. And the desperation is what led to this moment.
0: Well, and she, they talked. there's a bunch of conspiracies about her knowing Dale prior to filming um, or potentially dating him prior, or even just the way that she got to actually creep on these contestants. So it's crazy to me that she really went in with her heart set on Dale from what I'm understanding and then comes out and is still fucked up. Did you see that Dale deleted his post too?
1: No, I didn't see it get deleted. It, yeah, it got deleted. He, oh my God.
0: He so he put that that stationary post on his page. You know, and it what was the caption? It said the news is out or was it, it was something just so stupid. Like the whole, like, whole thing. Oh my was god.
1: Like, we're like not like we know like this wasn't like if it wasn't right for us, like we shouldn't do it. I'm like, well, wouldn't you have figured this out? I don't know, on the show. I,
0: i like literally i was just stuttering but he ends up he deleted it so today claire has still not publicly spoken anything um which you know you don't have to but at the same time like low key you owe it to bachelor nation like that's what you signed up for Mm -hmm. but but he deleted the post
1: i it's so funny because i'm so glad i went and screenshot it because i did a post yesterday i was like i need to talk about this so i still (laughs) have the post i think um
0: well, if not, if not like bachelor windmill has it, oh, the yeah. bachelor has it. So you're, you're covered, but I thought that was interesting. I'm like, so you're telling me Claire texted him and cried that she, that he needed to delete it because she was embarrassed or blah, blah, blah.
1: Oh, 100%. And I feel like he probably felt it in his heart and just like made a post and probably like, no, we need to be strategic about this. I'm like, Claire, listen, you're not going on any, you know, other shows <laughs> after this. So I don't think you need <laughs> to be covered by your PR team.
0: I know. Um, Who was it? One of the bachelor's uh, or like I'm sorry one of the like contestants right one of the guys uh Spencer I think it was Spencer I don't remember but he someone retweeted it or reposted it as well but he tagged her in his Instagram story and said coffee question (laughs) oh my god and I'm like oh my god because these guys were definitely still hung up on her but I'm just curious because obviously this is a fresh breakup like there's know like oh this was after recording you know whatever it might be so I'm just curious how they're gonna go about like their lives and like if she really would reach out to previous contestants if you can even do that legally like I don't really know
1: yeah unless they have like an agreement written into their contract that they have to wait a certain amount of time or like right I know people were commenting though like another theory in my comments saying that like Maybe she was already pregnant or something. And like, but now he's uh-huh. not ready for that kind of commitment. And like, then there was like a whole fight. I don't think she'd be pregnant because she wouldn't have been as gung ho about the kids during the first interview um, if right. they had already had that plan. But I just feel like it's messy. But also, like, I don't know, we saw it coming. Like, it's just so, it's, it was just so, the writing was on the wall.
0: Yeah. And, that, and that's just, It's just sad, you know, but at the end of the day, Tasia and Zach, for what they had to pull through, well, in general, Tasia, I think they still made it a good season. And, you know, it just goes to show that, like, you can think what you're doing is, like, the right thing, and you're going to get all this clout from doing it, and it will come right back and bite you in the ass.
1: 100%. I thought Tasia did it so well in, like, what she was given. Like, she she did everything that Claire should have done in her half of the season or, you know, three quarters of the season, and Claire couldn't even do that in four weeks.
0: Yeah, man, and like I said, not to bring up the age card, but damn, girl, like you—you've been around, you know, not to be a dumbass. Mm-hmm. And whatever. he's and he anyway, was young, so, and
1: he was like, honestly, I feel like he was in it for followers, clout, and anything beyond that. But you know, maybe that'll come out oh, one day.
0: Hundred percent, and and you know what? Now he has this platform, and he gets to do whatever he wants with exactly. it. So. He literally, ye cannot. <laughs> um, so, speaking of Tasia's season, obviously halfway through, they brought in new guys. I rightfully so for that situation. However, I know that you've seen the trailer of what we're walking into this coming week, tomorrow on Monday bachelor nation they're bringing in new women and how do you feel about that
1: it's almost like we're ready for it like we it's more now like it was a known we didn't really know it as much as what was happening with last season but now i'm like now that i see it happening like we've been around this we know i don't know how the rest of them are gonna feel i don't know what the impact is gonna be that they're gonna have because i feel like the women are very like um gang mentality it seems like they're very much like they're, they're going to team up and go after the new girls like they just did to Sarah. Like, they are very much on the same team but also against each other in the same way that these new mm-hmm. girls are going to walk into, like, a battle royale.
0: And do you think, though, like, rightfully so? Because, like, in my eyes, I love the twist of the drama, but I also think it's, like, really not fucking fair. Just because you did it the past season doesn't mean you need to replay it on this new season. Oh, no,
1: I totally... It wasn't like um, there was anything major that happened for them to like need to be mm-hmm. brought in. Like, yes, Sarah leaving. Like, obviously, we'll talk about that. Like, but like, yes, her leaving was kind of a big deal. But I think there's enough with. I guess people are saying that like Queen Victoria needs to go, and like that's enough. So maybe it's something to spice it up if she does eventually, you know, get the boot. Uh, but I feel like right now, like the last episode was like a lot. Like, I don't think there needed to be mm-hmm. any little added spice to it. Uh, but I guess they're, maybe they're foreshadowing something to come.
0: Yeah, I'm anxious to see how it goes, because obviously he, as in Matt, has less time with these new girls. So like he's already been exposed to these girls who he's had now for what, maybe three weeks they've been filming at this point to where the rest of the girls that are coming in. He only has X amount of weeks with them. It's not like they prolong the season. Mm. So it's just interesting to me that they were like, hey, let's throw in X amount of new girls and they all just seem to be like you said that really like fire versus literal fire and i yeah it's going to get fucking messy i need a bucket and a mop yeah <laughs> <laughs> bring a bucket and a and mop put out the That's fire not mop. <laughs> like,
1: put out the literal literally like, in ew. pennsylvania
0: it's just, literally terrible <laughs> um so with the last episode you chatted about it for a second but sarah how do we feel about her do we think she's going to re- turned would you think she'll be on paradise like what do we are we vibing with her I don't really know how to feel I was
1: like so conflicted because I liked her in like her initial you know edit with like her dad like such a great story and like such a like you know strong reason for her to be there like my dad said I should be here whatever Mm -hmm. understood that but then it was just like the whole flip on like woe is me like I hate that other girls are going after I'm like but that's what you signed up for and yeah. some people are saying she faked, like, the being lightheaded. I'm like, I don't know. Like, you could just be being mean at that point. People do get lightheaded and stuff like that. Um, I I like her. Do I want to see her back? Wasn't a thought in my mind. Probably not. Like, I don't think I would want her to come back if she's just going to come back and have the same mentality. Like, she got a whole episode. I don't think we really need her again.
0: Oh, but, like, she really did. That whole episode was nothing but her screen Mm -hmm. time
1: and she got time after time with him like I was like at this point if you don't stay like he has been coming to your side like it was nothing and you're like oh I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave anyway like it was just such a waste
0: right I saw the old contestant like from two seasons or so ago Demi Mm -hmm. she tweeted something about why are people like talking about Sarah if I were her like hell yeah you got to go for what you want And, like, I agreed with that mentality of, like, in shows like this, you really do need to stand out. But because you're on there with so many other people, I do think that there's a line between being selfish and still also, like, being respectful that you are not the only one there. Am I wrong for that?
1: Like, I feel like she, um, yes, she was like, yeah, only five minutes. And, like, then five minutes turns to ten minutes, and then you're not even coming down to, like, the – like, sit with the rest of the girls, like, you're very selfish. You're just, like, it's very clear, like, that you're drawing a line between you and them, and of course, you're going to get the backlash for that. So, Mm -hmm. like you said, there's a fine line, and she crossed it very, very quickly.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised she actually ended up going home, because I was thinking that she'd get there with him for that last time, and then go right back into, like, well, I will stay. And I thought it was going to be a huge, like, Katie kind of vented... In the air and then all of a sudden she was gonna walk back through and then be like what the fuck?" well i
1: actually thought because i think i took like a, a beat to like look at my phone or something and i look up i'm like oh she's staying or whatever and then i turned i'm like she's in the like her limo or her car home i'm like holy shit i have to rewind this like i need to see what just happened and i was like okay now i get where it's going but also like sister like you had him in your pocket for a little bit there he was laying in your bed with you in the hotel room i'm very confused
0: yeah, it, it was definitely, you could tell by that point it was very emotional for her. So I do commend her for saying, hey, I needed to go mm-hmm. home. Um, and then obviously, like Queen Katie just came in and like fucked it all up in the best way possible. Like, what a stan at this point. She just earned herself like the purple heart of Bachelor Nation, which is amazing. But now, do you think looking back at their conversation? Katie at all wanted to persuade her in a mischievous way
1: I think you could easily say you could argue for both sides because sometimes people are just like genuine human beings and they want to like make sure someone's okay Uh, but in the purposes of how uh, Katie was I'm trying to make sure Katie was the one also she interrupted her took her time basically yeah this is how I was thinking about I'm like she was so heated and like standing there and she was very much like making little jokes and stuff like that Rightfully so, been like an underhanded way she was going about the conversation. She's like, I'm going to be super nice to her, make her feel like very welcomed. And then I'm going to push her the way I want to, which when you're in that vulnerable state, like you're easily, easily persuaded or manipulated.
0: Yeah. And, and that's not a jab at Katie. Like truly, I think that she went in there being vulnerable and wanting to be there for her but then i think when that situation came up of her venting to her about her dad and then obviously katie losing her dad back in 2012 it was almost like a it was just a strange conversation mm-hmm. because katie katie was like you know i i would do anything to be with my dad and it was like yes she's speaking genuine and I would never say she wasn't mm-hmm. but at the same time you all you also just got rid of Of Sarah. You know, it was, I don't know. It's just such a, like, I'm not trying to be a dick. This is such a serious conversation, but also weird. But yeah,
1: no, I, I totally agree with you. Like, no jab to that. But I'm thinking too, like, I always think of like comparing it to Claire and Dale. Like, Dale wanted to win. So I think there is a competition side to this whole show, to this whole franchise that comes into play at some point. Like, I need to beat these other people, but then I also need to make sure he falls in love with me. Like there's, a, there are two sides to it. And I think that side we just saw was like, there's a little bit of game involved. Like she's like, I need to get rid of this girl.
0: Oh, I mean, it's literally like survivors, oh, yes. but but in, but in mm-hmm. love, you know? So to kind of create these weird alliances, especially in in the women's side, you know, on The Bachelor to then roast these other women or, or push them out or push them out of the group or whatever it might be. It is really a game because then all of a sudden there's just four of them and then they all fucking hate each other. And it's
1: like they almost weaponize Queen Victoria. Like, I feel like they're using her, like they use her (laughs) to their advantage. They're like, they're like, what do you think? And she's like, well, you should go off on her. You should say this. You should go get your time back. Like, I feel like they're using her and she's almost like motivating them to get their time back. I'm like, like, do you really want to win? Or like, what is going on here?
0: I know she really is. I I even said it on my uh, Instagram when I was like recapping the show. I was like, she, this is a perfect opportunity, like literally over the mic, bring in Victoria. (laughs) We need her. We need her to clean out. We need her to send a bomb over. Like she just came out of nowhere as almost this like not victim anymore she was like a victor yes. like people were like dude fuck yeah <laughs> victoria like oh my god you like uh, suddenly i stand you and obviously it's all a joke but like low-key she came in that episode and kind of like, rant yeah, of I
1: think she like there like, obviously, people are still not going to like her for obvious reasons. But like, I was like, why did I like enjoy her? Like, I like whenever she came on the camera, I was like, Oh, she's funny. She's aggressive. But like, in the best way possible this episode, watch next week, she's it's like hell like hell is back. Like, she'll be like, No, I'm gonna be the <laughs> worst
0: person possible. Oh, absolutely. And it was like, it was Yeah, like you said, it was almost like I, I looked past her eye bags last week and was like, enjoying her. <laughs> <laughs> damn
1: <laughs> i mean listen you can't really face <laughs> tune you can't face tune uh, some recorded tv
0: oh no, fuck i really <laughs> went there and i i really apologize for that that's almost like an attack on her character so <laughs> last thing to wrap up do you have a top four picked like do you have an idea of who who you would like to see taking the cake i had
1: i had a top four um i don't know where i stand because i usually do it every week where i'm like this is my top four is my top four but i just feel like sarah was in it she was in it um yeah no longer uh she dropped out of that really fast i'd say i have a top three and it was (laughs) i really like i might this might be you know not everybody's fan favorites but i liked uh rachel abigail Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. who was the other one chelsea chelsea is her name is that her name
0: Oh, uh, I got it. I got to think, think it's faces.
1: Chelsea.
0: I'm, I'm literally looking. Me too. I was right like, now. I have to make sure I'm, I'm saying like, the right I'm person. Like, <laughs> I'm like,
1: I think it's Chelsea. I have her I'm face. Like, who, who do I like anymore? I have anymore. her face like in my head. Yes, it's Chelsea. The, she's the runway okay, model. I got to find Brooklyn. her.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. She's beautiful. just very. Yeah. Do.
1: And I think there's someone else too. She's on yeah. my top, but it's, she's um a little bit more foreign. Um, I don't know where she's from, but she has the the really thick accent. Uh, is it Maggie? I think it's Maggie. They don't get enough. An-
0: oh yes, yes. She's from she's from Ethiopia. Yes, she's
1: also very sweet. Like I feel like they yeah. could be really good. I don't mm-hmm. think Serena, uh, that was just on the date, don't like her at all. I've uh,
0: yeah, not a fan. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. And I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's just because I go off of like physical look first. And I know it's a terrible judgment, but it's like, do they look like a couple? You know what no, I mean? No, like that's kind true. Of like, do they I vibe? do that. Does it fit? I, and and I just didn't see it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was just, eh, sorry. Like, sorry, not sorry. Great girl. But she no.
1: reminds, like, I just felt like too, the way she was speaking to him just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't feel right. She reminds me of, some, she not, I don't want to say she's immature because she's definitely not immature just the the banter between them wasn't I was cringing I was like "Mm, I don't know if I I don't know if I like this
0: yeah I feel I feel that hard I think my my favorites I love Rachel Mm -hmm. I love Abigail I love Brie
1: yeah I don't think there's really anybody else like I'm looking at the cast list and I'm like hmm is there anybody else that I think I would like and I don't know. I had higher hopes for like MJ, but I don't know if she's going to come later. Yeah,
0: me too.
1: I don't know where she's, yeah, she, she lies.
0: Yeah, she she's super cute too. Did you see, a, she actually put out a statement yesterday as well um, on her Instagram. She must've just been getting the fucking heat. <laughs> and she put out on, the, on her Instagram that like, I'm so sorry to anyone who I hurt walking past Sarah. I did not know the Extents of her family problem. I was simply just blowing off steam and didn't want to talk or something like that. um And I was just like, damn, dude, a lot of people. The only person that came out of that episode on a high horse was literally Katie. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Everyone else just docked like 900 points. <laughs> well, I mean, like
1: I, like, I guess Queen Victoria went up like a, a single point, but she was also very, yes. <laughs> she was like in the negatives at that point anyway
0: yeah she she's still down in the depths but like we can let her have a good episode once in a while that's yeah for sure. it's a roller coaster um for sure well i'm excited for tomorrow's episode and i think that um obviously guys I it's already linked in this the show notes and stuff but follow lewis on tiktok you'll be able to get a little rundown as well i'll probably i'll share it to my story as well do you yours are always uh able to be shared right yes
1: i always make it shareable saveable okay. whatever they okay, want okay good
0: good 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 So, um, good talk. I love opening up with just a good shit talk on the bachelor. Um, so diving into, to you, you know, great. We know Claire Dale and Matt James (laughs) and the whole crew, but now we want to talk about you. So give me a little background of, to anyone who doesn't know you right now, what are you? Yeah.
1: So, uh, I'm Louis Levante, um, I am a. I guess I'll go by what I have to tell people now. Um, when people ask me what I do, I'm just like I am a TikTok creator. I do comedy. I do reality TV recaps. I do roasts. I kind of am a jack of all trades lately. I've been doing a lot of different things, from you know making smoothies, making coffee, and beyond, um, into just different realms of TikTok. But I like to say I'm just like a funny personality on TikTok that people can you know listen to for all different types of things. I'm very involved in the entertainment industry um as it, like i work in it and stuff like that but basically um i just do a lot with um social media i try to make people laugh as much as possible i'm not a comedian i just speak off the cuff off the dome um pretty much anything you want to know um about entertainment news reality tv shows or anything like that but you don't want it to be so matter of fact i feel like i'm the place to go because i am never rehearsed um i am researched but I am not rehearsed and I feel like everything I say is like a breath of fresh air to people who just want an opinion and not uh, factual information. Um, so I would say I, I'm comedy, but I'm not a comedian is the best way to put it.
0: <laughs> and I think you do a good job at the balancing act because there's some of your videos that are maybe a little bit of a serious subject, but you do a great job twisting it into just something like maybe more digestible, lighthearted, funny, um, but then you also do a good job at breaking down like actual funny shit and literally making it even yeah more and funny. I think
1: too it's always like where can I go next like what is the next thing that I can put a spin on mm-hmm. and so like like you said like taking serious kind of things like I have uh celebrity scandals that I talk about some of them are very like oh my god that's like kind of horrible that this celebrity did that but I'm like but you have to see the light side of it like yes it's like I mean I'll mm-hmm. I'll bring up the example David Henry got caught carrying a weapon in the airport I'm like Yes, that is a horrible, horrible thing, but think about it. Like, just think about the guy from Wizards of Waverly Place getting tackled in an airport. <laughs> like, you need to think of the lighter side of things. And I understand where there's a fine line, you know, with, um, with like, the pandemic. I'm currently dealing with a battle right now where I think, because uh, I posted about my, uh, my birthday and stuff like that. Um, and I have to admit, it was probably a little tone deaf with everything going on. Uh, but I have to figure out how to you know, combat that and just talk to people like, listen, like you have to make light of things. Like you can't just be so Mm -hmm. negative all the time because before I started TikTok, I felt like I was always so negative, down on myself, down on everything. And I found, started to find like the, the brighter side or the funnier side to it. And it just made ever since March or April of 2020, like everything has just been so much better for me because I'm always looking on that brighter side. How can I make something funny? How can I make light of a situation? that is able to be made light of and i feel like it's made me mm-hmm. feel a lot better but also i'm learning a lot still like clearly i'm learning every day and like even today
0: yeah i mean you're you're 24 years old we're, we're in our 20s period you know we're not supposed to have shit figured out but to learn mm-hmm. and adapt new mindsets regardless of your job regardless if you're an influencer or not like period that is a lesson for everyone is that it's up to you to change that mindset and by just a, a mindset shift and actively working on it every day, your life in the way that it plays out can be 900 times better just by thinking better.
1: Mm-hmm. And like, especially too, like, I feel like you ever have those days like where you're like in a funk or whatever. I have felt like that mm-hmm. for like, almost it's probably like a birthday come down, but like yesterday I was just like in this funk. Like it was like after like I had texted you or whatever. And like two hours later, I was like, wow, I just like, I'm in a funk. And like, today but then there's like you have to do things to get you out of that funk like right now like i'm so happy to be doing this like yesterday i started making videos i was like there's so many things that you could do like to reframe your mind and i think tiktok has been that mm. kind of place for me um and meeting so many different people like yourself other influencers other people who do podcasts like even people from my school who are uh, current students at my uh my i guess it what is my alma mater i've never called it that but yeah um, <laughs> i've never used that term but my my alma mater, they reach out to me and they're like, we see you on TikTok. We have a student podcast. Would you like to be on it? It's like, so it's just so interesting mm-hmm. that I'm in a place that I've always wanted to be. Never openly said that I wanted to be like a social media influencer or a star, but in my mind, I've always wanted to do it. And to be here and doing it is insane to me.
0: Yeah, well, you mentioned that you work in the entertainment industry. So it, bl- it kind of blows my mind that you've never really had a chance at entertainment or like have you? I
1: never actually had at being a talent or being like a star, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, A lot of this stuff okay. when you're in it, it's like, especially with my job now, which I have talked to, to my boss about this. I'm so comfortable with saying it. Like we look for talent that is like these famous people that will bring people into, we don't want to give them a platform. We want to get people with platforms to bring more stuff to us. And that mm. it hasn't been like that in the past. Like it wasn't like that when we were younger, it mm-hmm. was always just like, Let's find new talent. Let's make an MTV-esque talent. Let's make a Nickelodeon-esque talent. Now it's like, who fits Nickelodeon that already has a platform? Who fits MTV? Mm. And like, that's where we're all kind of as new creators put on the back burner and have to continue growing. Hence why TikTok has done so well, because it's not, it's for anybody. Anybody can get big on it. Anybody can enjoy doing it. Whereas like traditional TV, you need to be a known person already.
0: Unless it's reality. right? Wow. That's so... Yes, I know, right? Then you can just literally fill out an application and exactly. get called. Um, so now what kind of what I picture you and like what I've always wanted to do, like I was the kid in school who like did the school news because like I love to be in front of a camera. I love to talk. I love to, I love to be the center of attention without being the annoying mm-hmm. center of attention. Right. But I like I like cameras on me. I want to like talk. I want to use my voice as a microphone. So my dream job would truly be like being an e-news anchor or something like that. Like I love to just dish the dirt, talk, whatever. That's what your TikTok reminds me of is like a, a, an e-news entertainment catch up. You know, if I'm like, Hey, are Kim and Kanye getting actually divorced? I would go to your TikTok to find it's out. It's <laughs> so funny
1: that you say that too, because I had dreamed of working at e-news and I actually um, had an internship offer from them like my senior year. And Logistically, it just ended up not working out because it didn't fit where I was going or where I was headed. Um, But Mm -hmm. I was like, Mm -hmm. man, was that like my opportunity to be like on Daily Pop one day? Um, But like, that's the thing. Like, I just want to dish the dirt. I want to like give news, but also give an opinion um, respectfully as best Mm -hmm. as possible. Uh, So no, I totally feel that. I was never... Uh, in like middle school, high school, I was never like the center of attention, never really did on camera stuff. It was when I went to college where I like found this major that I never knew was possible. I was like, oh, I could be on TV and do that. Like didn't know Um, that I went and I was like thrown in front of a camera and I was like, no, I can do this. I just never did because I was too nervous. And now like with people who are also Mm -hmm. doing it and it got me to where I am now, like the fact that I thought, when quarantine lockdown to just whip out my phone and like post a TikTok that went viral. Like I would have never done that if I hadn't gone to school for what I went for.
0: Well, and you know, what's cool too, is like with TikTok, all you need mm-hmm. is a phone. You need a phone and dude, you don't even need a voice nowadays. You don't even need like you don't even need an aesthetic. Like people will watch you. It's all about captivating mm-hmm. your audience. Um, and I think that's that's the coolest part. Is that you in March said, you know what, I'm I'm bored probably, and you're like, let's just try this app. So take me back to that moment. Then what was the first TikTok you did that went viral? In what like what was your how'd you grow? Yeah, so basically
1: TikTok? what it was, um, we were I think we had just gone into lockdown, and I think I was just like I had been using TikTok but as a joke. I was like doing all the dances I can't dance like it was just like this whole build up to I was like oh maybe there's a reason why I'm using it. but like whatever I had gone into quarantine and I loved watching um all the celebrity roasts that I would see on tv and I think I was like in this place of like anger I was like I can't believe we're on lockdown I can't believe people can't just like wash their hands like I was like you know what I'm gonna do I'm mm-hmm. gonna get on there and I'm gonna roast celebrities I'm gonna make fun of celebrities because you know what they're in the public eye I can do this and I took five celebrities and I just looked at them and I was like, what do I know about these people that I don't like? And off my top of my head, I was just like, it came so natural when I did it. Um, and I just roasted these celebrities and people were like, oh my God, like, this is so funny. Like, we've never seen this before. Like, it was just something like, and the title was like, I was like, five celebrities I hate for no reason at all. And it was just like, that makes no sense because I'm giving reasons, but the title alone, people were just like, oh my God, I need to watch this. and. And I always made a point to just, like, throw in, like, crazy people. Like, at first I had children in it. Then I started incorporating cartoon characters. And from there, I built that series. And I was posting that series, like, once a week. And it was getting millions and millions of views. And then I was like, I need to adapt from here. I was like, what can I do next? Because obviously I'll never run out of celebrities. But at some point, people will get tired of the hate. So I I moved into Mm -hmm. it. I was like, what can I relate to other people with and I was like oh there's like toys from our childhood like what are things from my childhood that other people did like that we all always did and thus I made another series mm-hmm. and it was uh childhood trauma things from my childhood that traumatized me <laughs> and that actually ended up becoming my next big series and was like actually my biggest and it, it's on like part 23 but I haven't made a new one just because I'm like waiting I like a little build up and suspense but the whole right. build up of my account has just been every Every time I feel like something is getting boring, to bo- if it's boring to me, it's boring to whoever's watching it because then I'm not putting the effort in that they want to see. So every time I felt like something right. was getting boring, I was like, let me make a new series. What can I take from what I already have and alter it into something else from reality recaps? Because I was like, oh, I love entertainment news. I watch these shows. Like, let me do reality recaps to celebrities and their children. Like, what did they name their child? Like, it's just everything just started to branch out. And I feel like you get left behind if you don't adapt and you don't change up your content, if you don't relate to different types of people. Um, And I've noticed that with like right now I'm kind of stuck. I'm kind of going in a little like a little backpedal just because of, you know, algorithm changes, whatever happens, mm-hmm. with, like shadow bands and stuff like that. But it never stops me from making content, whereas other people get discouraged and they don't see that they're growing and that they're backpedaling and they just stop making content. And I think that's where I, even in my regular life, I've stepped ahead of other people because I've always pushed on. Like you could throw a wall at me and I'll try and break through it again. I'll break through every single wall you put in front of me.
0: I love that. Well, we love a natural (laughs) hater, um, number one. (laughs) Um, But number two, relating with that hard because, you know, social media can be so irritating because you're like, man, but like, does anyone even like me anymore? Do, do I Do I keep switching? Do Am I confusing my audience? You know, what is this? What is this? So you mentioned, you know, put a wall in front of me, I'll break it down. How do you continue to then see your social media? Like, do you get discouraged by numbers or are you someone who's already adapted to the point of looking past that and just thinking of hey, I just need to show up every day and I'm going to keep showing up because this is what I love to do and this is what I want I
1: love that you bring this up because it is what I'm going through right now. I have been doing in my mind and just mentally and just like spiritually and just as myself, I have been doing so well of not looking at numbers. I felt like Mm. I have never felt so powerful with my platform where I was like, no, like people, like the people that are important to me will see this and people beyond that will see it. But I am not going to lie, there are moments where I look at numbers and I do get discouraged because it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: before my birthday, let's say I was getting like, I was hitting like hundreds of thousands of views on content that I know does well. And then all of a sudden, like the app and or any social media app you're on can switch on you in a minute because you're not the only user. It has to cater to everyone mm-hmm. and your views could plummet. Your everything can plummet. You could lose followers. You could get more hate. Like people who are seeing it aren't the people that you're trying to get to see it. And I'm dealing with that right now, but I like, I was just like complaining about it to uh, my mom or whoever wants to listen. I was like complaining to her, and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, it is just so frustrating because it is so out of my hands. And my mom's like, but if it's out of your hands, then why mm-hmm. are you letting it bother you? Because it will always be out of your hands. You just have to keep doing it. If it's fun to you, keep doing mm-hmm. it. And that's where I was like, okay, I'm gonna go film five videos. Like I, I just like rework it. And I'm like, I need to not worry about the numbers because mm-hmm. they will fix themselves in the long runs.
0: I, I love that. And damn, I need your mom to give me a call later. So we can chat. <laughs> um, It's, it's so easy. And this doesn't even matter. Like, it's all relative to your following, right? Because I look at your following, and I'm like, damn, I would do anything to have that following. You look at someone else and you go, man, I would do anything to have that following. And then you get there and you're like, well, uh, what's next? I'm not really that happier. I'm not that much happier. So I think it's interesting, really focusing. And this is again a message for everyone: just truly being where your are, and knowing that if you're putting in the effort that you want to, and for that day, because again, effort's going to change day to day as well. Know that you can still walk away, and know that it's always going to work out yourself. And most of us live with the mentality of no matter what, we're going to make it work. So even if it's a hill and valley type of time. It always ends up working out when you do truly, truly what you love and what you enjoy.
1: And I, I love how you brought up that point, too, of, like, you always look at what the next person has, but people will kill for what you have. And someone put it so best. It's a TikToker that I love. She also does entertainment, um, entertainment, like, news kind of stuff. We kind of have the same content, but she was like, comparison is the thief of joy. She was like, if you are constantly Mm -hmm. looking at other people and comparing yourself to them, you will never be happy. And she was like, so if you ever feel like you're comparing yourself as I'm sitting on her page, comparing myself to her page, I was like, so (laughs) there's a reason I scrolled to this video because you're telling me get off your page because I'm comparing myself. Um, But I, when I read that, uh, listened to that, I was like, wow, this is me right now. I'm comparing myself because I can't help what's happening. But sometimes you just can't and you have to move on. And like, like remember what you have. Like I have all these viewers who are still looking at my stuff, regardless of if I'm like like my content's not being pushed out, whatever. Like there are still people who will see it and they like it and they enjoy it. And they constantly are commenting, like, love this, love your videos. Like you have to just know that there are mm-hmm. people there and you're doing what makes you happy and makes everything better.
0: Yeah. Well, and I love that and it's a good mindset for anyone because no matter what, at the end of the day, everyone's on social media. So whether you're trying or not. You can still feel a certain way and that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So moving on to TikTok, um, well, moving on from TikTok and kind of diving into it deeper. Do you have any goals for what you want to do on TikTok or where where you want it to lead you or... Um, you know, even just evolution, where do you see yourself even let's say by the end of the year? Yeah. So
1: even like last year, I had no goals set, like everything just kind of came on a month to month basis. It was like grow by a hundred thousand followers every month or grow by 50,000, grow by as much right now. My, my ultimate goal is to keep being creative because I could see like towards the end of the year, I was like losing this mindset where like I was constantly, of ideas and writing them down, whereas I was starting to just think of things and not write them down because I was like, oh, like, I'll remember it. But I know, I know me, I won't remember it. So it's to keep writing down (laughs) ideas, keep writing things down, even if you never use them, just like keep writing them down. That's one of my biggest goals. And that's not even like a growth goal. That's just like a personal goal. I think in terms of like the Mm -hmm. app and where I want to go in it, I obviously like this year, I would love to hit 1 million followers. And obviously, like, I'm not complaining with what I have. Like, I could stay at 700,000. I'd be fine with that. But that's just a goal for me and that pushes you to make more content so more people like that caters to more people. Um, That's obviously Mm -hmm. a goal. Uh, I definitely want to start working. Obviously, we can't in a pandemic, uh, but I want to meet more people, more creators. Like I've met a bunch like yourself, um, a few people who work within TikTok and like just all over the place, whether it was in my job or as creators, like I just want to meet more people and eventually collaborate with them because that opens up whole new audiences and just new people to... to Mm
0: -hmm
1: new things and stuff like that. And then my last one, this is kind of like a a shot in the dark. I always like I'm attempting to find someone but I I would love to work with the creator team at TikTok. Like I want to work with with that inner okay. working of people um and just, you know, grow with them and like be a creator for them. And, like sometimes that means altering your content to fit, you know, the app and stuff like that, which I get. Um, and beyond that, this has been a goal. My last other goal, that wasn't my last goal. My other goal me and you have talked about is getting this audience somewhere else as well. I want people to see more of me. I would love to showcase more of myself to people, not just me in front of a green screen. Um, I would love people to see like what I post on my stories on Instagram like do people want me to start going to YouTube? like I think I need to start expanding mm-hmm. to what people want more and I'm excited to hopefully get more people yeah. to different platforms.
0: No, I I love that. And I think that's the best thing anyone can do is start somewhere, master it, which I would, quote unquote, say you've mastered it. You know, you're doing a good job what you're doing on TikTok. So now you're spinning one plate on your finger. How do you start to spin another one? Then you start spinning another one. Then you start spinning another one. Then all of a sudden they're all working for themselves. So I do think that that's a good idea as well as a great goal, Um, can you break down, because a lot of people that are listening are probably mostly Instagram, maybe Twitter, maybe a few on TikTok for fun, but can you break down what it would look like to be a TikTok creator? Like, what does that mean? Yeah,
1: to be a TikTok creator, uh, for me at least, it is, so we only have 60 seconds to get as much information in as possible. Um, So being a TikTok creator, Mm -hmm. it's very much, I guess it would be similar to Instagram, uh, but you're reaching so many people at once, Uh, I think it's the most, like, like considered it, like, one of the most viral apps out there because anybody can do it. Anybody can go viral. But it's a lot of, like, you need to post a lot. So I'm, like, constantly coming up with ideas. I'm constantly whipping out my phone and doing different videos. I'm constantly looking for ideas. Um, And from there, once you post a video, yes, you check and see how it's doing. Everybody does that. You do it for your Instagram likes. You do it for your tweets sometimes. Um, So you see how it's doing. But you're also looking to see who's commenting and who's, like, interacting with it, are people asking questions. So I'm always in the comments section answering people. Sometimes people just want you to say hi to them and that's great, I would always say hi. For the first like 10 minutes, I'll say hi to people and then I'm like, okay, the hi's gotta go, I'm gonna start answering questions. So it's a lot of interaction, It's you're still scrolling because they say it's so important to scroll and like interact on other posts. So I'm interacting with other people's posts, that's a great way to connect. That's how I've actually met a lot of people um, that I'm now connected with because I've commented on their posts and they're like, oh my God, I've watched you, like let's let's follow each other um mm-hmm. it's very much involved but what you like we are talking about if you don't let it stress you out it doesn't feel like you're so um connected to your phone like i like even right now i haven't touched my phone in like an hour and a half uh, which that's a lot for young people um i feel like us like i feel like if we're oh, on our yeah, phone yes. <laughs> like i feel like us if we're on our phone for like less um if we're not on it for more than like an hour that's in- insane um but it's involved it's fun uh, it's creative, and I don't think I would be talking the way I'm talking to you right now if it wasn't for TikTok. So it definitely pushes your boundaries; and makes you step out of your comfort zone as a creator.
0: That's awesome. So how how much time would you say per day, on average, you spend either making TikToks or engaging or just on the I app in general? I would have to general? say
1: my time of making them has increased because when I first when I first started, okay. it was taking me maybe I could film. What on a good day still, I could do this. Like in 10 minutes, I could film around five TikToks um, because I I also don't like rehearse or script them. If you script, like you, I don't, I eliminate a lot of that time just by going off the cuff or like when I research certain things, I have it up in front of me to remember what I wanted to say. I'll highlight certain things. Like I need to bring that point up. Like there's so many things that I do now that I wasn't doing before that does take the process a little bit longer. But like, for any video involving like celebrity, you know X Y or X, so celebrity, celebrities that I hate for no reason at all, that takes me like no time because I'm like I just need to find the pictures, I need to edit the pictures to fit the screen, and then I just go for it. Whereas like when I'm doing anything right. kind of newsy, I'm like I need to get this right. I need to make sure knowing mm-hmm. I don't say anything wrong. That's like because obviously you get scrutinized right now that people are like you said this wrong, like, this is not a religious thing. And I'm like, oh, well, and I can't be like, well, that's where I got, I got it from a different source. Like, there's like so many right. like, fine lines you need to walk. Like, so that's why it takes me longer. Cause I'm like, okay, I need to like, make sure what I'm saying is correct, but it's also not like nerve on anybody. Uh, so it doesn't take me long on the app. I'm on it a lot, but it's never like mm-hmm. continuous amounts of time. I'll be on it for like five minutes here. Cause I'm like scrolling or looking at my stuff or like, At night might be a little bit longer because I'm like laying in bed scrolling, but not, I'm not like so connected to it. It's so weird. Like you would think I'd be connected to it like constant.
0: Right. How long do you think Charlie D'Amelio spends on her phone a (laughs) day? Probably not much anymore. I don't think a
1: lot because if you look, she's a, she does the batch content. Like she batches her content really well. She's in the same outfit, does the same dances. She gets all these dances probably sent to her by her team. They're like, you need to do these. And she does them all in one shot. Because she's a dancer, so I feel like she probably has that natural, like, I know how to learn them. Mm-hmm. She's probably not even on her phone that much because she has to stay away from all the hate. I was like, going to say. like, I don't want to be hated on. That, I'm young. Yeah. Like, I don't deserve it. Her parents are probably monitoring that. I know there's like a whole controversy that her parents are forcing, forcing her to do stuff. I was like, if they're forcing her to do anything, it's to get off her phone. Like, they don't want her on there right. because she has gone through so much already. So I don't even think she's on it that much.
0: Yeah, I doubt it. And, you know, to be honest, she's already worked up her platform pretty fucking well, where I don't think she needs to be on her phone or even post as often as she used to because she she's fine. Yeah. And she's
1: she's very much protected. (laughs) Very much protected.
0: Yes. (laughs) they're they're doing okay um have you had any interactions with like really really big tiktokers that like you were kind of like oh fuck this is cool oh,
1: uh i'm trying to think of like who because i've had some mutuals that like follow me now um there's a few people uh i have a few verified accounts that i follow. oh my god who follows me Oh my god, this is like, oh, I mean, <laughs> there's some native TikTokers that I was like, holy crap, like, I can't believe they actually follow me. There was like this one spurt where I had like five people follow me. I'm like, how did all these people follow me? And then I like message them. I was like, did you see me on your page? And they were like, yeah, I just saw like a bunch of your videos in a row. So I followed you. And it happened all in one day. So it's like, I don't know if you know who the real Tati is. She follows me. Yeah. We're friends on here. We're friends on Instagram. We message back and forth. We comment on each other's stuff. Um cringe carter is another one me and him kind of look alike and a lot of people would tag each tag him in my videos tag me and his so i think at that point we were just like we should follow each other um he has kind of he's like a more of like everyday kind of funny content he was known for like staying up and pulling all-nighters at duncan um who else i don't know if you know who zachariah is he does he's also a Mm duncan person but he just does like a lot of like the um 40 year old mom at walmart and he'll go and like act like a mom at walmart it's more of native TikTokers. Nobody actually famous follows me. If, I mean, they're famous, but I'm okay. like, cele- celebrities, I right. don't th- watch. I'm going to find one later and be like, oh, my God.
0: Oh. I know, right? You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Charlie. Yeah, I'm be like, go here we go. Me, so <laughs> that- <laughs> no, uh, no, that's awesome. I think the world of TikTok is just, it It really is so amazing. I mean, it's, it really is. It's such a cool, I know a lot of people shit on it. But I think that it is—it's such a tool for so many people. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, also, this is who I was thinking of, but I didn't say them um, because. So, Neve Shulman <laughs> from Catfish did follow me.
0: Oh yeah. I remember that TikTok. He was following me, <laughs> so
1: I was very, very gung ho. For those who don't know, into Dancing with the Stars. I don't know why, but I think because the cast was so like outrageous. I was like, I need to watch. And Neve Shulman, the host of Catfish, was one of the contestants. So I was like rooting for him because he was actually really good. And at the end, towards the end of the season, it was like the week before the finale, he followed me on TikTok and like messaged me and was like, thanks for all the support, like commented on my TikToks. And t- like, you know, time went by and I was just like scrolling through and I clicked on him or whatever, because he was on my page. And I saw that it wasn't like the mute, it wasn't like the mutual following <laughs> thing. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, did this mother effer unfollow me? And no shade, like obviously <laughs> he's, like he's a celebrity. Like I, like, it was an honor to have that brief time, uh, and when it, and when it happened, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, so you're gonna unfollow a TikToker uh, who roasts celebrities?" So I will be using this for content, and I made a video exposing it. And then I, it, I basically included it. I was doing a series called uh, "Is this reality TV show fake or not?" And I was like, "Let's do catfish." And then I exposed him at the beginning of it that he unfollowed <laughs> me. So uh, it was a it was a nice time having him in my uh, my close friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we can we can <laughs> close to that good old neve thank you so thank you so much for showing up and showing out for so glad you saw my cl- my close friends videos. how sweet of him <laughs> <laughs> i know i i see your close friends videos now too and i feel so honored i'm like oh my gosh i, <laughs> it's I can't me see spazzing. this special content <laughs> it's
1: me like trying to do a dance and i'm like spazzing i know
0: <laughs> Literally, it's it's like me on your exclusive only fans only fans page without having to pay. Exactly, it's like a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one thing that I did want to know, and this is just out of like curiosity, mm-hmm. is number one your con- your favorite conspiracies. So I want your favorite conspiracies that are a stretch, meaning like. Yeah, probably not fucking true, but still funny. And then your favorite conspiracies that are safe, meaning like these could potentially be real. And let me just disclaim everyone here. Conspiracy theories are fucking fun. And if you don't have fun listening to them, please just keep skipping through the next segment because you're boring. And this is what we want to talk about. Thank you. And goodbye. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm so glad you said that because Mm -hmm. I'm literally getting hate on one of my past ones, which is a stretch. I will do the stretches first. (laughs) Um, okay. <laughs> I'm getting roasted for this one. That everybody's like, "This isn't true," blah blah blah. But it was so fun to film. I was like, "Wait, this could be true." And if it is, insane. It's the one that Post Malone does not record his own songs. People assume that Post Malone, you know, from all the smoking he does, you know, he he. I mean, smoking doesn't like define that your lungs will completely go and your voice will go. I I understand that. Mm-hmm. That was the hate I was getting. I was like, okay, but like it makes sense. It made sense in the moment. But basically people think that his vocal cords are so damaged from all of everything he's done to them that he can no longer record them in the studio. So he hires someone to do it for him. That someone, Justin Bieber. And (laughs) there are so many people out there changing the pitches of Post Malone songs. And when you change the pitch, so I think you raise his pitch, it sounds exactly like Justin Bieber. And I listened (laughs) to it and and I was like, no, this could be true. I was like this could literally be true, but Post Malone fans did not like that one very much. Um they wanted to burn <laughs> me. A, they want to burn me at the stake to this day.
0: People are so boring. It's just <laughs> funny. It
1: Good
0: was, lord. It was
1: a fun one. I love it. I will still reference it. Um another one that I think is a bit of a stretch. I'm trying to think of a lot of the ones that I did were a little bit of a stretch. Um actually let me put that on pause because I have to rethink about that one. Ones that I just did that I was like this could be true um that I felt were like a little safe I don't know why the um conspiracy theory that Khloe Kardashian is OJ Simpson's daughter
0: uh, yeah I I have to definitely say that yes that is safer than the other ones yeah like a
1: lot of them are very much a stretch in some cases but like i was really reading into it after i posted, it and obviously i of course i botched what i said but hey listen people love a nice controversial mess up um i was like oh <laughs> yeah like they had the affair during the trials and people were like chloe was like six or nine at that time and i was like okay i messed up i misspoke but you know what i meant there was an affair before the trials um
0: well the the thing is though is if they're having an affair at that point who's to say they didn't six years earlier yeah
1: that's what I'm saying, like at they well, you knew know. they were so close before all of this that, like, there had to have been some sort of connection or something. And I truly, like, there's just so much information backing it that, and they, there have been no DNA tests. People are like, but they did a DNA test in Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I'm like, yeah, you can easily fake TV. I already did a video exposing that that show is fake. Like, they could do anything.
0: Oh, I mean, they already even have the money to do fucking anything. Chris Jenner could even pay off the forensic scientists or whoever the fuck you use to even tell chloe that it was not real exactly. you know what i mean like there's money money can do anything as well as fame and power and i truly believe the kardashians are behind some fucked up shit in Hollywood. oh i
1: 100 agree they are they are so powerful with the news with like even tmz like people know where they are at all times because they want them to know if they didn't want to be found they would never be found
0: yeah, I mean because it's and it goes the proofs in the pudding cuz when Kylie didn't want anyone to fucking know she was pregnant, she went rogue and no one knew where she was. Therefore it's like they know how to go rogue. It's a fact that they don't And then care they to. profit
1: off of it. They profit off of it in any which way. Man,
0: c- can you fucking blame them though? I, exactly. In a way, you know? It's like damn, damn, I really can't hate because wow, what a literal lifestyle to live totally. like ever, I to agree. breathe.
1: Oh, and then another another uh, conspiracy. So I'll do like a half and half one. In my mind, I think it's safe. In a lot of other people's minds, they want to like punch me in the face. Um, it's, <laughs> I, I've been so invested in this one. It's the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory where people think that she has been replaced by a body double uh, named
0: mm-hmm. named Melissa. Melissa. I'm like, <laughs> Fuck it, I was like Melissa. you know what guys I was
1: like yes it was a Twitter thread but listen nobody just thinks of these things like like there was just so much thought into this that it, there has to be some sort of truth to it like people were analyzing her albums they were analyzing her looks her fashion her the sound that she adapted I was just like there are so many red flags here pointing towards Melissa taking over
0: and I think that it it's definitely a it's a stretchy safe let's call it like that there are parts of it that can for sure be like a hmm that could be very very real then there's the other part that is like probably not but again i think it's it's almost scary to think about again the power that hollywood has of hiding so much corrupted shit and we're lucky to be talking about the lighter side Mm -hmm. of stuff because it can it can get really dark yeah. really fast. And I also
1: like people will always like be like, but that can't like that can't be true. Like whatever. I'm like, you know what? Have you ever seen Avril Lavigne and Melissa in the same room? Because I haven't. So I don't think.
0: Or or, or have you ever seen um, John Bonet since Katy Perry's been around? I have not either. I haven't.
1: I that's the next <laughs> one. I, I still have to cover that one. I, can't, I cannot wait to do that one. I literally am so excited to talk about that one. And then
0: that then, is so uh, funny the
1: other one that's a stretch even though i love her to death like i i'm kind of glad it's not real i've always like said that um i've always been invested in the one that's like beyonce is solange's mom uh, but i'm like oh I'm yes like, you know i've what? heard this that is kind of a stretch there is so many like holes in this
0: yeah it but you know it's still fun to entertain it and it's fun to talk about because conspiracies are funny at least most of them some of them can be very serious mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Um, but we're not here you're not on your tiktok talking about fucking 9-11 exactly. or sandy hook yes. you know those I mean? are we're no go things it like that i'm
1: like things like that i'm like that is a no go people do it i'm like but not i would never
0: <laughs> uh yeah at least yeah at least on social media like i did a thread the other night on my Instagram. I just said, "What are your guys' favorite conspiracies?" And then I put a poll mm-hmm. underneath them when I shared them, just saying like yes or no. Um, and a lot of people got worked up about the percentages of yes and no. Mm-hmm. When it's like this is just lighthearted. Gr- granted, I I reposted some like of the dark ones, but it's like this isn't meant to uh, take away from like grief or sadness that people could be experiencing from that event. It's just it's interesting to see. Different takes on everything. It's like, man, some of some stuff you really just will never ever know.
1: And it's also like people need to understand that we aren't into them because they're some of them are fucked up. We're into them because it is, it is so interesting to think about how there could be so many you know things that we don't know. Like it is so unknown that you want to know more.
0: Yeah, it's actually really scary. The I could spiral about it for hours. I mean, uh, on different various topics and just be like am I even living, you know? Oh I my even, God. I in Me and my friends like, are I... <laughs> like, I think we're not alive.
1: Like, how do I know I didn't like die like years ago? And now I'm just experiencing it like as a shadow player. Like,
0: Oh, hundred percent. There are some nights where I I'm like, did I get high without knowing I got high? Because why do I feel high thinking about being high? Because am I high? <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, why am I thinking about <laughs> What am I doing? I'm like, do I really have a kid? Like, am I sure that this is, it's the weirdest. You can spiral and you can think you're going crazy. And it makes sense why a lot of conspiracy theorists really do drive themselves to literal insanity. And that's
1: why I do the ones that sometimes seem fake because I'm like, you know what? Everybody <laughs> else can spiral in my comments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that. Well, conspiracy theories or not, you guys can find a ton of more conspiracy theories and other fun stuff on lewis's tiktok which again is is such a sacred place you're like on my for you page like 900 times and i'm like wait but i follow him how's he on my for you page so at least you can know that the algorithm is working in your favor awesome
1: everybody needs to just join the madness
0: (laughs) yes everyone go follow lewis or else you'll be blocked from this podcast (laughs) period (laughs) okay so to finish up the conversation number one, is there anything that you want to throw out there that, you know, you just want let people know or inspire them or anything like that?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. One thing that I've been living by is just don't let other people's thoughts or words um, deter you from doing things that you really want to set your mind to the amount of time that, that I amount of times that I've let people that were close to me, not close to me, like, tell me that I couldn't do something when I know myself better than them, and I didn't do them. Um, I kick. I think if you want to do something, do it, and don't ask questions. If it you end up like not liking it or not being good at it, at least you tried. Like I would have never had a platform if I didn't try. And people were telling me like mm-hmm. I was embarrassed when I was first doing it. I was, I was I was like posting on YouTube. I was posting on TikTok, and I was like embarrassed of all the people that were going to see me. And once you tune that out, life is so much better. Like you will enjoy every minute of what you're doing. That's definitely a big thing I've noticed lately is just ignoring hate or ignoring people's opinions because it doesn't matter. Yours matters the most.
0: Right. And as long as you can wake up and do what you enjoy doing and, and for you, you know, you're double dipping right now. You're working a full-time job. You're still killing it on social media. And it. I I've been there. I know how it feels and it's tiring and exhausting, but I promise you you keep showing up i have good vibes over you for this year and hopefully my audience will as well i could literally keep talking to you for like another hour about random topics but i'll just have to have you back on for maybe a specific conspiracy theory rundown that would be a pretty heavy and funny episode
1: (laughs) oh i have had so much fun talking to you this has been it's been refreshing. You've also like almost like you like kind of like talked to me off a ledge a little bit. Like I was like, oh we need I need to like I need to talk <laughs> about my demons. Uh but no I would love to come on another time. I've had an awesome time talking to you.
0: Well we will obviously stay in touch and guys like I said in the beginning as well as throughout check the show notes follow Lewis everywhere go support him. You know I'm all about uplifting small creators and in this case Lewis is bigger than me on TikTok but I have a little bit more reach on Instagram. So you guys go give him love on TikTok as well as on Instagram. Um, he, he posts the funniest stuff. And again, I'd, I'd love to have you back on soon to do another episode, but as you know, I'm here to help my audience is here to hype. We love that for you. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to reconvene and dig up some demons. Amazing.
1: (laughs) Thank you again. I've had so much fun.
0: (laughs) Of course. Well, we'll stay in contact, of course, and um, we'll be able to hopefully hammer out a time to talk some awesome. More shit. Awesome.
1: Yes. I love a good shit talking.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk later. You Have too. a good day. Bye. All right, guys. As you just heard, Lewis and I wrap up the conversation. It was so fun to talk to him, and after we discussed... On the podcast, we ended up texting for a little bit longer and we're just excited to hopefully collaborate again, do some fun conspiracies, continue to just support each other as creators and have some fun um, as now newly found friends. I'm really excited. This is this is the beauty behind social media, it's showing you that you can find someone and become friends. I think. How did I even slide in Lewis's DMs? It might have been on TikTok or it might have been Instagram. I'd slid in his DMs. Um, Or I reposted him on my story, and we ended up talking, and he ended up following me on TikTok and et cetera. So it's it's cool. That's all it took. Now I have a new friend. I have a new connection. He has a new connection, a new friend. um, And that's how that's how social media really can be beautiful. So I hope that you guys liked the episode. Again, make sure that you guys check out my new Patreon. This is an exclusive community, an exclusive place to be with me as well as some other badass hoes in the environment. So click the show notes, make sure that you go follow Lewis on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, follow his food Instagram. He is so funny. He, he really does make my day. Like I get on TikTok to check his, his profile first and see if he has any new like fun conspiracies or Mandela effects or anything of that matter. He is just so fun to watch and connect with. So thank you guys for tuning in. Happy Sunday. And I'm so excited for next, next week's episode as well. And I'll see you guys on Sunday.